Welcome to Bark to Reality, the podcast that aims to open up classical music to a wider audience. For copyright purposes, there will be no music played in this podcast. However, there will be a Spotify playlist to accompany this uh, series. The accompanying show notes and details of the accompanying Spotify playlist can be found on the accompanying blog, which will be at barktoreality.wordpress.com. Episode 2 is the first in a mini-series within this series that focuses on my favourite composers and this episode, episode 2, will focus on my absolute favourite composer of all time, Gustav Holst. Um, I will be discussing a few of my favourite pieces from Gustav Holst as well as a few facts about him and trying to introduce one of my favourite composers to those of you who may not know much about classical music or about Holst himself. So, Gustav Holst was born in Cheltenham in 1874. The Holst family had professional musicians stretching back three generations and Gustav hoped to be a pianist but was prevented by a disease called neuritis which I'm led to believe is an attack on certain nerves and causes the nerve to be almost without function so he said that his right arm felt like a jelly overcharged with electricity so I can imagine given that I have attempted to learn the piano in my young years that would be uh, rather difficult to play the piano with a right arm that's barely functional. Twelve years old, Gustav took up the trombone, and five years later he was appointed organist at a church in Gloucestershire. He also conducted a local church choir, providing him with invaluable experience of music and composition. In 1892, Holst wrote the music for an operetta in the style of Gilbert and Sullivan and this piece was performed at Cheltenham's Corn Exchange where it was uh, well received. Its success encouraged him to persevere with composing despite his father's reservations. Holst studied composition at the Royal College of Music under Sir Charles Villiers Stanford. Uh, he wrote piano and organ pieces, songs and a symphony. 
His main influences were Mendelssohn, Chopin, Grieg, and above all, Sir Arthur Sullivan. And later, like many musicians of his generation, Hulse became an ardent Wagnerite. Shortly after celebrating his 21st birthday, Hulse mate Rafe Vaughan Williams, who became a lifelong friend and great influence on Hulse music, and the two budding composers became one another's chief critics. Unable to support himself, by composition alone, Holst played the trombone professionally and in 1897 he even played under the baton of the composer Richard Strauss at the Queen's Hall. I think one of the things that resonates with me most about Holst is his humility. He was a very shy, uh, very shy man, very retiring. Preferred very much to be composing and teaching rather than being in the limelight. And that resonates with me a lot because throughout my 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 career, my political career, my career in general I've always lived by the the mantra of work for the cause not for the applause I've always preferred to be doing the job rather than being recognised for it and it wasn't until the Planet Suite took off and became as popular as it was. That Holt became as famous as he was and he didn't like the fame. And I, I, like I said, I think that, that resonated with me more than anything about him as, as a person. As well as the, the, the sheer talent of the man and the the power that is behind his his music Holst eventually unfortunately died in May 1934 aged 59 he died of heart failure following complications with an operation on an ulcer and that that appears to be the the case with a lot of composers and people of that era that they they died following complications of other health problems in surgery which i guess was um was true of that of that time that the um the medical practices often led to um, other complications um, he was interred at Chichester Cathedral in Sussex close to the memorial of Thomas Weeks his favourite Tudor composer
Okay, so I've talked about Holster Man. Now let's talk about his music. One of my favourite pieces of all time, as I've mentioned in episode one of this series, is Jupiter, the bringer of jollity from the Planet Suite. Now, it's probably a point that is made quite often, but the Planet Suite isn't talking about astronomy, more astrology. And so we're not talking about Jupiter the planet here, we are talking about Jupiter the bringer of jollity, as in the astrological meaning of the planet so much of Holst's personality comes out in the in the planet suite and I'd like to think that Holst's personality is quite similar to my personality so for example, the extrovert in him comes out in Jupiter. Um, but it is also very understated and laid back. Um, and his sense of humor very much comes out in in uranus in uh towards the towards the end of the week um what i would say about the entire suite is that you go through an entire range of emotion you go through an entire range of his personality you go through an entire range of um of personality types really um, which which says a lot about about the way that I described in episode one that we can find a piece of classical music to suit any uh, personality type any mood any emotion, any occasion. So I think for anyone who is new to classical music, the Planet Suite is a good place to start. Because, like I say, it it evokes A wide range of emotions, it invokes a wide range of moods and a, a, a wide range of personality types. Um, very much in contrast to the Cotswold Symphony, which is very laid, va laid back, very mellow, very relaxing the planet suite 
jumps about from different emotions to different emotions and is much more exciting and excitable. I hope you enjoy what you're hearing on uh, Bark to Reality. If you are, and I hope you are, you can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is rharris11. You can follow the blog that accompanies this series, which is barktoreality.wordpress.com. Listen along to the Spotify playlist that accompanies this series with music tracks that I talk about in this series. And share with everyone that you think will uh, appreciate what I'm talking about. Um, I hope to... uh, open up I hope I'm opening up to a a totally new audience but also resonate with some seasoned listeners at the same time I hope you've enjoyed listening this week and I hope to have your company again on the next episode of Bark to Reality where I will be discussing more pieces of classical music.